I'm just grateful for all of it. This morning, I've been asked to share some thoughts and to help us prepare our minds as we're communing with uh, God in the taking of the bread and the, and the wine, uh, or the juice in this case. Um, I wanted us to think of a, a couple of things. Um, growing up, the, uh, this issue came up just this week about helping my ch- helping children, not my children anyway, hopefully my children learned it, but um, there's two words that we, we uh, use when we try to teach our children. Uh, there's more than those, you know, but there's two very uh, important ones that we try to teach our children. Actions, consequences. Right? Right? You've heard that all your lives. Actions have consequences. It's a, it's a, it's, it's one of those, what's the, truisms that is universal. Uh, it, it, if you went to the middle of Mongolia or, you know, a country in South America, Africa, Indonesia, it doesn't matter. You talk to a parent in their language and ask them, what's one of the important lessons you try to teach your children? And if you brought up actions and consequences and they understood what you were saying about they'd be like, yep, that's right. You know, we try to, <coughs> we try to teach our, our, our kids that as we've grown up, our parents try to teach it to us, right? And uh, it's a statement that uh, we've heard over and over. For some, this lesson was learned maybe early. Maybe you learned it fairly early when you were young. And, and you took it to heart, and it meant something, and it helped guide you through your life. Others of us, not so much, maybe, you know. Maybe maybe we heard it, and we listened to it, and said, what? Who? What does that mean? Actions have consequences. And then we live life. Hmm. Anybody ever experienced actions having consequences as they grew up? I think we all do. We all have. We've been impacted by our own actions and the older you get the more you can look back and go what was I thinking what was I doing why didn't I listen to that at the time Uh, I can think of some pretty significant um, actions that I took when I wasn't thinking, and they had some pretty severe consequences. You know, so this is a, a, a truism that we have been taught and we are trying to teach. Our, many of us are trying to teach our own children right now. Some don't even have children but would like to be able to have that experience so that they can go through that and help teach and raise the next generation. It's, it's a universal thing. The most important area of our lives that we need to learn this lesson in is the relationship between ourselves and our God. Okay? Our actions have eternal consequences. Think about that, guys. Eternal. Not just temporary. Not just for a short while. We have eternal consequences that are tied to our actions. So, there's two other words that are very important to think about. First one is 
redemption. Get this. Here's from the dictionary. Here's from Googling. Okay. <laughs> That's a description. So I can't count the veracity of it, but it says, excuse me, my eyes are gooking up here. The action of regaining or gaining possession of something in exchange for payment or clearing a debt. Redemption. That's a definition. That's not all of them, but there, that's one that applies to what we're talking about. Titus chapter 2, if you turn there with me, Titus chapter 2. And we'll go to Titus 2, and you look at verse 11, and then we'll read through, through on through 15. It says, For the grace of God has appeared that offers salvation to all people. It teaches us to say no to ungodliness and worldly passions and to live self-controlled, upright, and godly lives in this present age while we, are, we wait for the blessed hope, the appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us to redeem us from all wickedness and purify for himself a people that are his very own, eager to do what is good. These, then, are the things you should teach. First word I want you to think about is redemption. Our actions require what? Redemption. Our actions caused consequences, and we earn those consequences. So in order for us to not have to face those consequences, we required redemption. We needed it. We cannot live without it eternally. So there's a second word that I want you to think about, and that is the word salvation. Preservation or deliverance from harm, ruin, or loss. That's the working definition we're looking at today. Salvation. It's the preservation or deliverance from harm, ruin, or loss. Who caused the harm? We did, right? Who caused the ruin? We did. What did we lose? Ourselves, right? These two words sum up the Christian experience. Redemption and salvation. The first is what we need because of our actions. The second is what we are given because of God's love. It can only be found in Jesus. This morning we're about to take a little cup, a little piece of bread. If you leave it, add a little piece of cup and a little piece, uh, a little cup and a little piece of bread. You're not getting it. You're not getting the whole thing. The bread represents 
an actual person and his body. The juice represents an actual person and his blood that was willingly sacrificed for our redemption. He paid the price that we were supposed to pay. And he provided an opportunity. It's not just placed on you. It's given, it's held out in his hand. Here is salvation. You have to act on that gift. Please pray with me as we take uh, our communion. Dear Heavenly Father, um, your actions saved us. Jesus gave his life freely to give us an opportunity for salvation, the get-out-of-debt-free card, because he gave it all for us. Help us to think about that as we take the juice, as we take the uh, piece of bread, and, and we think about the reality and the truth and the realness of his sacrifice. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.